Thanks, Matt. Uh, just one question uh, that I'll say something about. Uh, the question was, um, question was uh, verse 8 says we shouldn't bless our enemies, those who hate Zion, but aren't we also called to love our enemies? Um, thank you uh, to the person who's asked the question. Uh, they're reflecting on the second half of the psalm and how it seems uh, so, um, so vengeful in many ways. Um, yes, it is right that we ought to love our enemies. In fact, we're called to pray for our enemies. Uh, and I did, you know, I tried to acknowledge that uh, in, in the sermon itself. Um, I guess the couple of things that I'd, I'd want to qualify that with are, firstly, um, I tried to say that if you were the victim of suffering, you might feel slightly different about, differently about this. And that's not to encourage a kind of a vengeful hatred but simply to say that when injustice is done, uh, then it's right to want it to be corrected, even if that has consequences for the perpetrators. Uh, actually, I think that's a general principle that we all subscribe to in all facets of life. Uh, and so there is that dimension, I think, which comes through. And I understand that sometimes as Christians we can feel a little, little bit embarrassed by, the, I guess, the stridency of the call for God to avenge our enemies. Um, the way you ensure that that doesn't, get out of control is that it's clearly God who is the one who does that work, not us. So I think that came through in Psalm 129, that it's God who cuts us free, not that we rise up. So that's one thing to say. Uh, perhaps the other thing to add is that, um, yes, it is right for us to love our enemies because it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Uh, and it's right to pray for our enemies. The question is, what do we pray for them? And what does it mean for us to love them? Uh, well, if our conviction is that God does hold every injustice to account, actually the right thing for us to pray is that even our enemies might repent and that they might repent whilst there is time. Uh, and so, again, if we'd had more, more time in this talk, that's kind of a, a pathway that I would have taken us down. How it is that we pray for those around us that they might repent whilst there is time, that they might not fall into the hands of the living God. Um, that, I think, is an expression of love uh, because actually the opposite to that is indifference. Indifference says, I don't care what happens to those around me, even if they've oppressed me. Love says, I care enough that I might pray for them and that even at great cost to myself, where possible, I might proclaim the hope that's found in Jesus. Um, and, you know, to use that Jerusalem, Athens, Babylon image, even if, you're in, even if we do live in Babylon we are still to not, we're still to look for those opportunities to proclaim the good news that's found in Jesus. We're not to withdraw and to become isolated. Happy to talk about that more if you'd like afterwards, but um, I think that's the only question for now. I'll hand back to Cam.